0: It's Mr. Damon. And I am so glad that we get to hang out tonight together. Are you enjoying the Church Kids stories? I sure hope so. Because I make them for you. Yes, you. That's why we make it. And not only have we created the Church Kids stories for you, but I also created a brand new game for you to play called Church Kids Trivia. And in this game, Alexa is going to ask you trivia questions about Church Kids Stories. She's going to test your Church Kids Stories knowledge. To play, all you have to do is say, Alexa, play Church Kids Trivia and have a ton of fun. Well, how was your day today? I hope it was a good one. How was my day? Oh, well, thank you so much for asking. This morning, I uh, started my day by eating a breakfast of scrambled pterodactyl eggs, Sour Patch Kid pancakes, and I washed it all down with a nice glass of chocolate goat milk. Mmm, breakfast of champions. But speaking of funny foods, when I was little, sometimes my mom would put funny food in my school lunches that I did not like. One time, I opened up my lunch to find a sandwich made out of lentil beans. It was a lentil bean sandwich! I looked around and saw what the other kids were eating, and I felt embarrassed. Have you ever been in P.E. or at your sports practice and everyone else was faster than you? Or have you ever felt too small, too slow, or not smart enough? I know I have it's easy to look at other people and what they have or what they can do and think, ah, I'm just not as smart or popular as them. Or in my case, with the lentil bean sandwiches, "Uh, my lunch is not as cool as theirs. It's easy to think that what we look like, what we can do, or what we have is what makes us important. But it's not true at all. In tonight's story, we are going to learn about a boy just like you and I who discovered that God doesn't choose us because we're good enough, pretty enough, or even strong enough. God chooses us because he loves us, and Jesus loves us no matter what. In our last story, we learned how God talked to a boy named Samuel and how God wants to talk with us, too. Well, our boy, Samuel, grew up and became a hero in Israel. He was a prophet, which means God spoke with Samuel, and then he shared what God said with the nation of Israel. He was kind of like the president. One day, while the prophet Samuel was pouring himself a bowl of Lucky Charms, God spoke to him and said, it's time for Israel to have a new king go to the home of a man named Jesse, who lives in a small town called Bethlehem. I'm on it, Samuel said. He hopped into his Audi S4 donkey, put on his sunglasses and headed out to Bethlehem. Jesse heard a knock at his front door. And when he opened it up, he couldn't believe his eyes. There was the super famous Samuel the prophet standing at his front door. That would be like the president of your country coming to your house. But Samuel was about to really blow Jesse's mind. I'm here to make one of your sons Israel's new king. Whoa! Jesse immediately ran inside and lined up all of his sons in a row for Samuel to look at. As Samuel walked up and down the line, All of Jesse's sons started flexing their muscles to show Samuel that they were the strongest and toughest. They gave him their best smolder look and super smile to show them how good looking they were. Samuel looked at Jesse's oldest son, Eliab, and thought, hmm, impressive. God is definitely going to choose him. Eliab was the oldest, tallest, most tan, the smartest, and best looking and had the biggest muscles out of all the brothers. But then something happened that shocked Samuel. As he looked at Eliab, Samuel heard God speak to his heart. It's not him. Stop looking at what people look like on the outside, Samuel. I see what really matters. People's hearts. One after another, Samuel looked at Jesse's seven sons and each time God said, nope, nada, no way, not him. Well, Samuel got to the end of the line and God hadn't chosen any of them. Samuel probably thought, uh, God, did you forget to pick one? We're at the end of the line here. These are all of Jesse's sons. But then Samuel looked at Jesse and asked him, wait, are these all of your sons? Uh, well, there's one more, Jesse said, but he's the runt of the family. He's outside taking care of the stinky sheep. I don't think he's someone that you would choose. Call him in right now, Samuel asked. So Jesse sent a text message to his youngest son. Type, 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 click, click, come into the house, all caps, run, LOL, uh, IDK, send. And before they knew it, in runs this little kid. He was the smallest brother. He was the youngest. His muscles weren't big. He was short and he had red hair. His name was David. There was nothing special about the way he looked. His brothers probably picked on him because he was the smallest. But the moment Samuel saw David, God shouted into Samuel's heart This is him! I choose him! He loves me, and that's what makes David great. This is the next king of Israel. In that moment, Samuel finally understood God doesn't choose us because we're cool, smart, talented, tall, or popular. He chooses us simply because he loves us. And from that day on, God was with David and helped David grow into an incredible leader and king. And Samuel, well, he learned a lesson. He never looked at people the same way again. Why did God choose David? Because he could see David's heart. And David's heart simply said, yes, to God. Most people that we meet think someone is important because what they look like, what they can do, and what they have. But not God. God chooses us based on one simple fact, that he loves us. Do you know that Jesus chooses you just like he chose David? People may evaluate us based on what we look like or what we know. And it's so easy to evaluate ourselves based on those things too, huh? Even though it feels real, it's not. Because Jesus will never base his approval and love for us on outward things. If you're like me, there's still going to be times now and then when we feel insecure about what other people think about us. And that's okay. But when that happens, Jesus is going to remind us that our value doesn't come from those other people's opinions. It comes from him and him alone. You, my friend, are valuable. You are smart. You are strong. You are incredible. But most important, you are loved. Just like David, Jesus has an incredible plan for your life. All we need to do is keep saying yes to his love for us. Let's talk to him together right now. Say this after me Hi, Jesus. Thank you for choosing me. Thank you for loving me. When I worry about what others think about me, help me to remember you've already chosen me to be your best friend. And that is what makes me valuable. I love you. My goodness, you're incredible you and Jesus are best friends. If you could see the amazing things that Jesus is going to do through you, it would blow your mind. I love you, and I am so thankful for you. Have a wonderful night's sleep, sweet dreams, and we can't wait to see you tomorrow. Good night.